darling, how are you? Oh, look, I touched up my appearance. It looks amazing. It's good because I'm wearing a toque because my <laughs> I'm eating chocolate. After this person that says, oh, hero, don't eat on camera. I'm mm. shoveling in my food before I get on the camera. <laughs> you know what? It's so true. I'm doing the you, which is, which I think is disgusting, but. <laughs> you think I'm disgusting? Yes. When you go like this. <laughs> okay. Like in all the, right. In the, the Latka video. Okay. Yeah. Right. The Latka video. Um, okay. Well, if you do want to see hero chewing um, latkes, it wasn't even latkes. It was some snack you were eating before no, be we started. Time. And I was every I rewatched it, and you're like, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> what's juicier, me doing that or me playing with my balls? <laughs> mm, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just I'm having one of those days of like the. Um, anyway, welcome to getting juicy. Welcome as you to can getting tell. motherfucking juicy. Exactly. I'm having one of those days where I just don't fucking care. So yeah, I'm smacking my lips. I'm eating my chocolate. My, yeah. hair, my hair isn't totally clean. So I'm wearing a toque. Yes. My skin, Represent. My skin is shit right now. So we're doing the touch up, you know, just a, whatever. What? Your skin looks great from my angle. That's because it's, it's the auto touch up on Zoom. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And I'm, I'm using this tube to cover the massive zit on my forehead. <laughs> well, okay. Well, t- Bo, thank you, Poco, for um, representing yeah. Rachel. Thank you. Thank you. Alpaca Poco Company. Love it. Love it. Oh, I love um, Alpaca so much. I know. I love their fur. Sorry, that's not a terrible. Would you want? Would you want uh, this alpaca? Oh, jaboo poo poo. Mm-hmm. Adorables, adorable, adorable. Um, adorapaca. I love, love, love. It's not just. Oh my gosh, it's a squeaky toy. Okay, it's, a dog it's not toy. just. It's not just hero and I today. By the way, there people might be like, "All right, we're done." What is this nonsense? It's not just the two of us. <laughs> and and Miss or Ms or Mr. Or they alpaca. I'm not sure. What what's who Cag- is the alpaca? Cagney. Cagney. Right. Yeah. Yes. Cagney and Lacey, correct? Yes. <laughs> yes. That is correct. Um, so uh yeah. So Cagney the Cagney the llama's with us no longer. It's an alpaca. <laughs> yep. What the hell is wrong with us today? Or me. I'll just, I'll put it all on me. Um, We have a very cool guest on the show, though. Um, Sam Led is here. So Sam, you know, and always try to think of like who reached out to who first. I think I reached out to him. I think. I I remember seeing a message from him come. He followed us. Okay. See, I, I don't know. Maybe, perhaps. Yeah. And then. You know, we just uh, realized what a what a really cool soul this person is, and mm-hmm. look forward to meeting Sam. Uh, basically, and I love I'm just reading on it right directly from his website. So this is what we'll see if this is if this holds the test of time, because he says he's a no nonsense mindset and transfer transformation coach. No nonsense. Uh, he's a speaker. He's a powerful motivational speaker, storyteller, group facilitator, author podcaster, um, someone who has, you know, risen, not just above, but beyond 
you know, um, challenges that, that he had in his life. I think he said, I was reading maybe like about a decade ago, just completely turned his life around, spent maybe a couple of decades at that time um, suffering for a lack of better word, but suffering from um, anxiety, depression, and, and being misdiagnosed for a number of years um, as to what exactly um, it was that, that he needed to overcome. And, and I believe in the end it was ADHD, something else too. I'm not so sure, but yeah, we'll talk about, you know, how he came to where he is today, but just seems like such a, a, um, even just from the the little bit of email correspondence we've had with Sam, just, yeah, very, very to the point, but also um, respectful and, and, and you just kind of get some of these things off somebody just from someone's writing for a couple of messages right but really excited yeah. to talk to him yeah yeah and also his voice as well because i left a couple of voice notes for him mm. and seeing his responses to them and just being completely like very reminiscent of sean antonio that same vein of just sincerity and straightforwardness and genuinely wanting to connect with uh like-minded people without an agenda just wanting to shoot the shit really and that's what i think is really fantastic is that you have these yeah. folks in the community of mental health that are specifically not in a, in a, a in a agenda of wanting to chat with us to promote something they genuinely just want to chat and uh talk with like-minded people and i think that's such a gift of our podcast is that people will know that they can come to us for a real raw candid combo and that is more than enough and it doesn't need anything extra yeah uh, yeah absolutely and just and from all you know where we really are, I think, honing in where we're, this is how transparent we are. We're telling you, we're honing in on what our niche probably is after being podcasters now for just over a year, but really mm-hmm. realizing that, you know, the mental health um, world and um, that topic, so to speak, is really something that we always knew was near and dear to us. But I think you're really going to notice that we are definitely honing in on that even more. So it'll definitely be a very specific common thread that will come through every episode with not just, but not just guests that are in that realm of that is their, you know, um, job, so to speak, or career path. It's not so that they are in the mental health business. It could be that they are, I don't know, we, we have, we'll just say it right now. We've got this wonderful, um, drag, um, (laughs) Canadian drag. Oh my God. Wrestler. Wrestler. I was going to say boxer. You know why? Okay. Mm -hmm. Now I'm on a totally different Mm -hmm. tangent. Wrestler Mm -hmm. who's coming on the show next week. But again, that thread of mental health, how did they get to where they are now? There's a, you know, uh, when we were talking to Alice was very much like, she's like, yeah, like I'm, mental health, like those challenges, anxiety, things like that. I've had that my whole life and I want to talk about it and bring it to the forefront. How does it influence my work? You don't have to be in the mental health. We, this is such a, everybody, every body, every person deals with mental health in a, in a way, you know, there's a million different levels and there's a million different. And that's also why we'll talk to Sam. Maybe that's also why it's so hard to diagnose and pinpoint the exact what it is to try to get through because there are a million levels of mental health, right? There are a lot of different levels. And I also think it's important that Mm -hmm. in terms of mental health, and this relates to mental health under the umbrella is, you know, being someone that's neurodivergent, I really want to dig into that more as well and find other people that are, and we've had other people that are under that umbrella of neurodivergent, Mm -hmm. but I look forward to 
embracing that more and bringing that to the forefront because there's so much awareness for um, autism spectrum related individuals, but neurodivergent, though that's part of it, it's a different umbrella. And I think when you have someone that goes through something that's very specific to find others that are also going through it or others that are working with that field of people. And if you add sexuality and gender and identity, I think is the key thing. Absolutely. Who are we? What do we do? And how do we contribute to society? There are so many things that are part of our podcast. And I want to continue honing in on that with mental health. Yep. And I think that I feel like Sam, because I was just trying to look at his um, Instagram account, but he is, he, he's, was it recently he talked about um, neurodivergent? Can you say neurodivergency? I use the term neurodivergency, whether if that's... Yeah, neurodivergency, yeah, if that's... Um, but that's something that he also, you know, talked about not not long ago, I think. And like I said, he has his own podcast, so he's very... And that's very specific to exactly what he does. So, um, yeah, really just stoked to talk to him. I feel like he's in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Isn't he in San Francisco? I don't know, but I think, I think he was... He's from originally Florida, so we'll find out more about that as well um yeah but it's just such a i mean we you say this almost every i swear almost every day i say just what a weird fucking time we're living in right now <laughs> and um yeah like i i just it's hard not to um real to not to have that as such a realization especially you know we're coming up to the christmas season or holiday season and for myself or for Hero and I who live in British Columbia, Canada, mm-hmm. we've had such a weird freaking year, not just COVID and BC, but we've had like the worst fires on record, like, like historically devastating fires this year. Mm-hmm. So going from like 47 degrees where I live, like, okay, imagine this, look up Celsius. I can't do the Fahrenheit, but Celsius 47 degrees in the winter, we'll get like maybe a few days of minus 15. So that's a huge freaking mm-hmm. spectrum. Yeah. Like the 47, okay, that was not common. No. But my point is that Mother Nature, there's a lot of shit going on. It's not just, it's Mother Nature too. Like there's what all the tornadoes in the States and like um, the flooding that happened in BC. That's why I'm focusing on British Columbia where we live. Like, um, so, you know, it'll, I, I'm excited to have Sam on because I feel like it's the perfect time yeah. <laughs> to have it someone is. such as himself um, to come on and maybe get um our i don't also be for myself my spirits a little bit more mm-hmm. up there rather than i've been a bit down yeah. yeah yeah i think especially when we move into the shorter days of the year and the sunlight being less yeah. forget about heat but in terms of daylight being less um we go more inward our sense of solitude or desire for solitude or sense of need for connection to other people in either direction might increase because we want to distract or we want to feel connected or we want to recede from simulation, whatever. Mm -hmm. I think also what I'm very passionate about as you're talking about is also the nervous system, you know, like how our nervous systems are so deeply connected to everything that we do, how we feel and how with mental health, our nervous system Mm -hmm. is honestly what we're trying to regulate. So being able to talk to someone that does work in that field of regulation and, um, stabilizing, neutralizing, and with mental health as the forefront, and then using a different form of coaching and life um, direction. Yeah. More than ever, I can imagine as we go through this with COVID, I'm sure there are so many people that either want or might not have access to these self-help tools. And they will start after the pandemic has 
open those up again and they'll be starting from two or three years of this backed up PTSD. Whereas people like oh, you and the, yeah. you and me have been gradually working on things as they've come and as if they've gone or come back. And that's something to recognize too. So imagine the process of everybody going through what they're going through and then how some of those people might not have even started the journey. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean, I guess that we, did we have a running start? Like people like us who have always kind of worked, been working on ourselves even prior to all this chaos that's happened in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, yes, I guess so. But we also, I think that we're, we also are some of the people that are maybe, maybe more sensitive to these types of things, or I, I definitely am an empath. I'll say that. And so that's, you know, also difficult when you know, you, you very well know that you're going to be affected by these things because yep. you know yourself. So it's like anticipatory anxiety too. Yeah. Right. Totally. Well, there's also so, a term called indigo. Have you heard of indigo? No. Like you're an indigo child. So. Yeah. Um, basically I forget what it means, but it's, it's a list of traits or characteristics in a human and how they, how they look at the world, how they feel in society, how they feel on the planet. And okay. a lot of that stuff is being an empath, being in tune, very react, very sense, taking on others' energies and being able to identify things that others may never even notice. Lots of things like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I remember hearing like something about specifically anxiety. It's, uh, you know, I, it's funny because I always, not funny. It's, I always use the word funny when I really mean interesting. Yes. I yeah. have that yeah, I have a habit common. of doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting that many, many years ago when I first really noticed my anxiety and noticed, you know, um, I had like a very severe case of like um, depersonalization or derealization where I would feel like I was almost stoned. Oh, okay. But yeah, which is like the worst feeling in the world. But, and I know Sam, Sam's is about, about to pop on in a second. Um, my, my main, my last little, hi, Sam. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. That's the best introduction in the entire world. Oh, well, I mean, come on. And, and I love, I love your Buddhas. It's oh, thank you. It's Did freaking Technicolor Buddha. Yes, very much. Power. Thank you. They're from Urban Barn. I mean, they're very expensive. They're very classy. They're very culturally culturally infused. No sponsor? What? Unfortunately no. not. Come on. No. And if I wanted a sponsor, that's ve- that's I would very want juicy, Urban Barn. Exactly. And Urban Barn, very I, would not, I would not want that as a sponsor. Oh, Anyways, why not? Thank you. What, is it, but what is Urban Barn, by, barn, by the way? I, oh, I, I guess it's Canada. It, it's, a, it's a furniture shop in Canada. It's I'm like oh, Urban you know Outfitters? What it, no, no, no. You know what it's like? It's like... Um, Pottery barn? No, uh, renovation hardware. What's restoration. That? Oh, okay. restoration hardware. Restoration hardware. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. The Canadian version, I guess. Yeah, see, I didn't know it was Canadian, but there you uh, maybe go. It's, we learn maybe something every not, day. Maybe it's not, but I guess no, it's you know, actually, Canada still it, has something. Yeah, and, and I, this is um, fun fact. It's not that fun, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, restoration hardware is actually from Chicago because I was in Chicago uh, for work a couple years ago, and I went to the corporate, there's a corporate, you know, factory store, you know, where it all happens, yeah, Be- beautiful, right? In, right in uh, downtown Chicago. So. Okay, uh, there you go. There you go. There you go. There's someone like from Arkansas or somewhere like in the south, or just based on the decor that they tend to focus on. So, <laughs> yeah, well, you figured, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Sam, Sam's got this very pro setup, and I know no why because he is a podcaster. Yep. And... I, well, I mean, you know, you got to figure it to make it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I loved 
um, uh, your episode. I just finished listening to was it episode 70 with, uh, with Sean. Sean Antonio. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. What I, I, want, I want him on my podcast. I'm <laughs> jealous because he's so, he's so, he's heart centered and he's just so brilliant. And you can, you can like experience his life just by mm-hmm. l- listening to him um, in, in yes. Technicolor, just like y'all are. So, Oh, thank, thank you. you so much. Appreciate yeah, yeah. that. We adore that man. He is, yeah. Well, another shout out to Sean Antonio. He is not from Texas. Um, and <laughs> no, he, no, um, he is, he's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but speaking of amazing, cause we're just, we're talking about everything, but you, and we're just going to bring it on to you, Me? you Mr. Yes. Led. Um, Sam, yeah. so Sam, I thought this we... was a minion. We need seven more people, but sorry, it's, <laughs> yeah. bad. it's really bad. Sorry. <laughs> it's so... I'll be here all night. Are you Canadian? You're saying sorry a lot. Sorry. 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 Like Alex sorry. Trebek. Like Alex yeah. Trebek. I'm so sorry. sorry. Yeah, I'm, from, sorry. I'm from Santa Barbara, California. So even worse. There you go. <laughs> okay. So we were trying to figure out where you were from. So yeah. California. So we, yeah. So we did like, we always do this. If you listen to the episode, we do kind of a quick intro to our guests that's coming on, but I know you have no idea what we said about you. They were all very good things. All very um, good things. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but uh-huh. you know, but, usually, <laughs> but, but you know, Sam, usually what yes. it is, it's like things that we've, you know, read off the internet. It's like, okay, he's an author. He's a, you know, uh, you, you don't really necessarily, I don't know if you like the, the words that you are, a like a coach or a life coach, but you are, you know, I'd like to have you from I'm a guide there, a guide. guide. I, I'm, I, I'm a shepherd, not like Moses was in, in the desert with the burning bush, but, but more like, <laughs> I, I don't do anything. Um, I just point out, like, I just, I'm a reminder. I'm like a post-it mm-hmm. note <laughs> for, it. for my clients because it, yeah. we all have it inside of us. And, and it, one thing I loved about you were talking about um, Tony Robbins, and then we'll get to why. Yes, is, yes, absolutely. Um, so Tony Robbins, I, yes, him, not the other guy. Um, because <laughs> if you actually, and I love Tony oh, Robbins. Oh, oh, Wim Hof, sorry. Stick. I was like, who? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But he's not my shtick because he's Tony Robbins. He's just like, he's like the Ford Motor Company of, of coaches because he's been around since time immemorial. He's brilliant. But he, he, in his live seminars, he lays it on like no bullshit. Yes. It's direct, like my relatives, you know, from the old country. It, yeah. It's exactly like he no no bullshit. Um, his you know YouTube videos, you know, stuff that you buy that's prepackaged. Yeah, it's very sugar coated, but yeah, um, he's definitely the closest. Per last episode, those are the, the yes. Ones. Yes. yes, absolutely. Yes. I know because I had to say the Wim Hof because people are like, what are you talking about? Yeah. The Wim Hof <laughs> method, right? Is yeah, the yeah, the Wim Hof yeah, yeah. method. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Now you just said old country. Are you, are you also ish? Yes. I'm a, I, I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an ish. Uh, uh, I, I'm a Hungarian. Uh, I come from um, actually my family comes from a part of, it's not really Hungary. It, it was Hungary. The borders changed, but it's uh, Bohemia, which is Czech Republic. And then parts of Hungary, uh, the Buddha or the Pesh. And then uh, some family from my grandfather was from Radomishal, Ukraine. Um, the, and of course, you know the story about the pogrom. So, you know, we've been all over. I think that's why I, I think uh, why we're a little extra anxious. <laughs> yes. We get comfortable in a country and it's like time to leave, you know. Oh, that's a, that's, and that's a, a terrible a, thing to say, but it's true. 
no, no, that's a good point. Go ahead here. No, yeah. all that need for survival, resilience, and for being able to be on the pulse of when to make the next move so you can be, you know, taking care of yourself and your safety. It's part of what we have been through. And, and for most tough. of us, at least. Yep. Oh, extremely and I want to ask you, hero. Yeah. Tell me about, you know, the hero's journey. Now, tell me about your name because it's so, br- I've never seen that before. Is it? A white guy um, named Hero, right? Yeah. Um, I, I never met any guy named Hero besides Oh, you. yeah. Oh, well, thank you. That's very sweet. I'm happy to break your virginity on that. Uh, yes. Yeah. No, I changed. I was born with a different name that I don't identify with anymore and always cool. felt like there was too many of other people with the same name that I had. So the gamer, nerd, and me identified totally. with, the, with the protagonist yeah. um, named Hero with one eye. And I thought, mm. well, that's stupid because it's an eh. Why can't it be an E? So I added two Y's and changed my name when it was about 15 and then actually legalized on my documentation in my early 20s. And so, well, yeah. That's the cool that's st- that, that, that story just made me weak because that's so interesting. And, and your name, I mean, there's only one. There are many heroes out there, but there's only one hero. Yeah. Thank you. Well, that's very sweet. I Honestly, it's a full metal jacket reference, but yeah. So, um, <laughs> but it's an honor to be on your show. I love your humor. I love your shtick. It kind of reminds me of my own shtick and, and, and our people's shtick. I know that's our people. Everyone's people. Yeah. We're all the same people, but but you know what I mean. Yes. Um, yes. And, yes. and the Mishigasa goes with it. I can go on all, all day, but but it's, it's as a coach, I think um, I kind of carry with me a lot of my ancestral baggage, Mishigas. Yeah. Um, sure. and, and, and then when you see like it is just the baggage is noise, it, it, and doesn't even exist. Like mm-hmm. it's like you take the baggage and you just throw it in the closet somewhere. And it's like, Oh, now I could just be mm-hmm. the shepherd and help others see that the baggage doesn't exist. Right. I think it does. So, so okay. I'm going to dive right in then. How yeah. did you, how did you figure that out for yourself then? Or when did you figure that out for yourself? Well, it, I, I, I always saw, I saw glimpses of, of, we all see glimpses of our true nature the essence of who we are, which is well-being, which is full of hope. You know, you look at all the major, all the great books. I mean, all the great sages talk about this, this special space, our conscious self, our, our inner well-being. Um, and every, every religious tradition has a different descriptor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would always get quiet, even as a kid, a little kid. And I, you know, I've had my own uh, uh, learning disability slash mental health journey with ADHD with it, and, and I, st- I still deal with it, but I'm not ADHD all the time. Mm. So that was kind of another crack in the matrix that, that nobody is ADHD all the time. Like nobody's depressed mm. all the time and nobody yeah. is aphasic all the time and no one is o- bipolar all the time. So I started getting curious about my own journey, my own mental health journey, and also my, you know, my career. Cause I, I've been a coach on and off for over 15 years in different, in different kind of um, industries um, in, in the uh, mental health industry as a mental health advocate, which I currently am in, and um, in also the, um, in, in public policy and, um, mm. and been all, it's all over the, spec, the spectrum. And then I um, became uh, acupuncturist and I've used that mm. with, with a uh, little wow. woo stuff with Reiki. And, and, and so, but it always came back to, the original thesis of why I love what I do and why I think my clients love, love the work that I, we, we share together is because 
I look at it as we're all one thought away from mental health. Uh-huh. That I love that. I, I read that on. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I didn't I make that. that. I stole that from Sydney Banks, who's he's actually from Canada. He's from okay. um, British Columbia. He um, oh. he's a gentleman who huh. was, uh, he was a Scottish welder, believe it or not. This is the story. And he's just like any other of the sages, like Eckhart Tolle, like mm-hmm. um, any of these folks, Maharishi, I can, we can go on and on that. Yes. Saw the space before thought, this, this quiet, delicious space where um, we have this unusual calm. You, mm-hmm. Some people call it the flow state, right? Some mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. it's like the zone. We do our best work in that space and we experience it all day long. We just don't pay attention to it enough because the noise is more, is, is juicier, sorry, juicier. The noise and, and the fireworks going on in the, between our ears is, is addicting. The drama is addicting. We think it's true and we, we condition ourselves innocently to believe it's true. And then over time, we change our, our, neuro, our, our neuro connections in our brain and, and there goes the ball game. And that's sure. why it, we've, if, if we don't really see the, the illusion, which is thought uh, taking place in real time by a, a brain that loves us, mm-hmm. wants to keep us safe, it will do anything in its power to keep us safe, yes. but it doesn't know better. It doesn't know the difference between uh, a saber-toothed tiger and and uh, a past-due uh, bill or or um, falling behind in your mortgage payment. It doesn't know the yeah. difference. It's it's a stimulus response machine, and we mm-hmm. it's we just haven't had a software update, literally um, yeah. since like caveman times. Yeah. So knowing that in myself, and you know, really struggling with in school with. Um, certain subjects that like mathematics reading comprehension, I think is overrated to begin with, but I was really strong in, in um, writing and expressing myself and, and the creative stuff, but I was really weak in some, some areas and really strong in others. I kind of like saw, like, I'm not that way all the time. Like sometimes I, mm. I'm great at math. Sometimes I'm not, sometimes I'm overstimulated. Sometimes I'm not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so when I, when I saw glimpses of that, it really came together for me when I heard Sidney Banks, who is this, they call him the Scottish mystic. This is a guy, a regular dude like me and you, hero, me and you or anybody, a regular bloke. He had a ninth grade education and he suffered in his, in his thinking most of his life. And he was in, um, what's it? There's an island off of British Columbia. Yeah, you know what I'm looking at him right now. He was in salt. He he died salt, on Salt Spring. Salt Island. Springs. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and so one of probably the most wonderful human beings on the planet. He was a real mensch of a guy. Wow. Scottish. Um, you know, no 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 educational background, nothing. And like he was a total blue collar guy in the states. We call you know blue collar. Mm-hmm. And one day he had this kind of enlightenment experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, oh my god, it's all just thought. Like. <laughs> All my suffering, all the trauma from the past, it's all made up. Like, mm-hmm. it feels real because yeah. we feel our thinking, but it's all made up. Like, I don't need to do anything about it. Yeah. And that's what led me to this, seeing the ping pong match being played in my, in my head. And yeah. then seeing the ping pong uh, match being played in my, my client's heads. Yeah. And so here we are. And um, I'm writing a book and I'm on podcast now. <laughs> Amazing. And awesome. so how and so how long have you been podcasting with your own podcast for? Uh it'll be, actually it's just a year. Um yeah. last month. And it, it it was the book that I'm launching um in this summer is called Fearless. 
uh, the, the podcast, um, the fearless now, uh, you know, it was kind of just like a last minute thing. And, and the audience is really growing because it's, it's so, it's so we can all relate to it because we all get caught up in our thinking mm-hmm. and our insecurities, our, our judgments about ourselves and others. Mm-hmm. And then we see the game, the brain's playing, and then we can really kind of take a step back and be like, Oh, I see. No brain. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's not the story. That's your story. And, 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 and I'm not going to create meaning around that story because the brain doesn't know better. The brain's stupid. It's great modulating organ <laughs> systems. It's great getting you to, you know, the restaurant where you, you meet your, your, yeah. your, your, your future wife or your future husband or what, or partner. Yeah. But it's terrible at a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. And, and once we make peace of that, we can really see the forest from the trees. I have a couple, there's a, a few things that were going through my head. First of all, um, you know, it, yeah, I can, it definitely are. If they're just thoughts though, what do you say when to people or scientists, how they can actually see that maybe there is something neurologically, neurologically different with the brain mm. that is causing potentially some of these mental health challenges is what, you know, what do we do about, I know there's medication and those kinds of things. Right. Right. What do you say to, because that is real and it's all, it is real. Yeah. Yeah. And, I know, and, and, and yeah, exactly. But remember yeah. our, our brain is a very neuroplastic organ. This it's like true. a muscle. Yeah. So it's kind of like you go to the gym and, and you work out biceps for a couple months. You're going to, there's a good chance that you're going to, people are going to see your biceps and you, you know, so um the same thing with the brain all you know our brain is a machine it's a laptop computer it's your macbook pro with ios running Mm -hmm. or or if you like android or android android 11 that's all it is okay now the equipment that we have is you know everyone's equipment is different right so for folks that are neurodiverse our brains just work differently but think about it for a second Neurodiverse people are living in a world that's not ready for neurodiverse people. We don't even, because that's, it's all languaging, right? But back in the caveman times, someone like me with ADHD, we were badasses. We could protect our family. We can go out and, you know, spear a rhinoceros, whatever they ate back then. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. we, we were able to multitask. We were high stimulus people. I mean, we still didn't live that long as caveman times, but, but, Fast forward to 2021, we're dealing with multiple stimuli that is not real. Like your laptop computer, it's manufactured, it's artificial. There's so much stimuli coming in that, that uh, it's, 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 it's amazing that, that, that society hasn't really kind of, they're starting to kind of evolved around that there's just different types of brains out there. Yeah. It doesn't yes. mean there's something, there's nothing wrong with you. For example, yes. um, there was a brilliant principles practitioner who shares this understanding. He's a psychiatrist. He, he um, is now a coach. He, he doesn't, he's kind of retired at this point. And he would go into the, into psychiatric hospitals, hmm. people that have, you know, multiple diagnoses, you know, people that have been suffering for decades with schizophrenia and mania. I mean, the gamut of, of, mm-hmm. of psychiatric disorders. And within a couple of sessions, he pointed them back to their well-being because they saw it in the quiet moments. Like wow. um, I had a friend once that 
was diagnosed bipolar and he had kind of had like this psychotic, uh, not a psychotic break, but enough where he had to be admitted to a hospital. Mm-hmm. And there are moments like when we were talking to him, he was completely lucid. Mm-hmm. He's like, Hey man, how you doing? Good. How you doing? You're going to watch the Yankees play. Yeah. You know, like regular blokes. And then he'd go back into his, his story. Yeah. How do you explain that? Yeah. Like, so, so when we can point people back to their well-being, knowing that we shouldn't be scared of our experience, you know, mm-hmm. the psychology of who we are is just the psychology of who we are, but we're so much more than that. Yeah. You know, who we are is well-being, who we are is, is love, who we are is hopeful. Everything else is noise. And when we can see under the noise, holy shit, it's like, it's, it's like Hanukkah and your birthday and <laughs> Christmas and New Year's and forget about it. I mean... Yeah. So you make uh, a really good point, though, in terms of neuro- people that are neurodiverse, uh, that it's not set up, society is not set up for neurodiverse individuals. It's very neurotypical. Uh, and it's interesting, even like, I don't usually say this about myself, and I caught, caught it right away when it came up, but even like two days ago, I said, you know, I really wish I wasn't neurodiverse. Hmm. Like, I noticed that um, thought actually come up and say, you know, not as a victimization or what's wrong with me, because I love who I am and how I was made. And what came with it but i just you know some days it'd be so nice just to not be as sensitive or as Mm. in tune or as reactive or as triggered and know that i have a lot of lot of tools i'm like i'm like i love that hero and that's beautiful because an hour, you know, a couple hours from now, you're going to, you're going to be okay with being neurodiverse. You know, yeah. thought and thinking is moving through us. It's an energy source. Yeah. We totally. need to, but, but not being afraid of feeling that way. See, yeah. we are conditioned to be scared of our, of our insecurities. We're conditioned mm-hmm. to be afraid of being afraid. We're conditioned to be anxious by being what's wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. Cause we all experience it. Yeah. And, and making peace with with all those things that make us human in this thing called human psychology is the first step like who isn't anxious sometimes and and who isn't depressed sometimes and who Mm -hmm. isn't insecure sometimes Mm -hmm. the trick is is to see when the the quality of our thinking goes dark you know goes um i it's kind of like the, the metaphor for is like driving in fog you know, mm-hmm. with, with no fog lights and, 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 and your windshield is completely, you know, covered with frost, just say, and you're driving in fog, you're going to crash. Mm-hmm. Same thing with thought and thinking. When, mm-hmm. when the quality of our thinking has gone sideways, that's not the time to be making decisions. That's not the right. time to be reacting, but that we do it anyway sometimes because we forget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of that is, so what? The beauty of that is that it, you wouldn't be human if you didn't experience all these very human things. Yeah. Yeah. And that's hard for a lot of people to hear because a lot of people, and especially neurodiverse folks who are really sensitive like myself and like you here and Rachel, I'm, we'll put you in the, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, no, you, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, yeah. and language is, it's especially with neurodiverse, neurodiverse folks, languaging how we feel is tough. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. um, cause I'm a very expressive person. And I don't mince words for better, or for worse. And some people don't like that. Yeah. So it's like you find your tribe, but then you notice cracks in the system. Mm-hmm. You notice a crack, these little cracks in the matrix when you drop out of all that thinking about how things should be, about how your life should be, about, mm-hmm. about where you should be and et cetera, et cetera. And you get just like this unusual quiet. 
and you feel like hero. You don't feel like hero caught up in the, yeah. you know, in the machinery. Yeah. And then the Oculus glasses come off <laughs> and the story starts to get quieter. Mm-hmm. The story that we're telling ourselves about ourselves. And it's like, oh, okay. Yep. Welcome totally. back, Sam. Welcome yeah. back, Hero. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's true. And, you know, it's interesting as in addition to what we just said, you know, rarely do I wake up, do I feel that I say I wish I wasn't gay? You know, that would yeah. be something that would be much more obvious of a statement for someone to say. So I found it interesting that I come said, I wish I would be, I wasn't as wired this way mentally. And, and I asked myself, you know, it's interesting. That's what comes up out of my mouth now than something that might be more in some ways, appear to be more of a daily struggle or a daily phenomenon in however you're born. Right. And that's not necessarily the case. Uh, and so what I'm curious, when you talk about neurodiversity, are you referring to your ADHD? Is that the main source of that or is okay. there yeah, yeah, additional yeah. layers? Great question. And I love, I love how, you know, your vulnerability and how you share, because it, it's so important, especially a great podcast too, but as a human being, <laughs> being, being able to be vulnerable around, especially a stranger like me or anybody, mm-hmm is gorgeous. And I love the word gorgeous. It's not very masculine, but it's gorgeous. Who um, gives a fuck? Uh, yes. That's right. <laughs> I lo- I keep, let's say the way. Love yeah. It. Yeah. Um, so, so l- let me think about this for a second. Uh, you know, it's so ask me the question again. I just want to write. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. I, well, first and foremost, I'm the person that asks questions that people don't usually get asked by others. So my question yeah. was, is that what layers of neurodiversity do you have in addition to your ADHD or is that okay. the, the main source you are referring to when you use the term mm-hmm. neurodiverse? And that's a great question. It's a Venn diagram, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Neurodiversity is a very new kind of it is, you know, a descriptor. It's bullshit. Buzzword. It's a bunch of bullshit. Can we, yeah. can we just like yeah. stop sure. minting words? It's a bunch of fucking bullshit mm-hmm. um, because oh. it describes a neurotyp- neurotypical is bullshit too, because mm-hmm. no one's brain is typical. Because if everyone's brain was typical, we'd be like HAL 9000 or like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the apes worshiping the monolith in 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't you think we're just so obsessed with fucking labels? It's all just because we have oh, yeah. to label everything. And and that's why the brain that's, is, that's what it does. Yeah. And so, and it's, that's, it's actually kind of detrimental because then you're like, okay, well I am this. So then mm-hmm. therefore I should be acting like this. Right. And there's no, and there's a box that you're put in. Right. And even when it comes to what you're saying, neurodiversity and like, I, I almost was starting to think to myself, well, am I nerd is, can you say neurodivergent? Am I, am I in that box? Like, does it mean, you know, I have mostly minds like predominantly health, anxiety, OCD, and those kinds of things. That, they, that's then, the box. That's okay. So like, clinically, I know nobody. Fuck? Yeah. It's, it's, it, it, that's the thing. That's anyway. exactly, exactly. And so, so the neuro neurodiversity is a kind of a trick. Uh, descriptor because it doesn't really mean anything because initially it was I think historically it was folks with you know on, on the spectrum Asperger's mm-hmm. yeah. and people with autism yeah. but then we learn oh okay so people with ADHD are are could be on the spectrum like, what does that mean I mean if you look at the DSM which in this country mm-hmm. uh, Rachel are you in Canada too or are you yeah are we both we're we okay. both are and we have the yeah. same the DSM is is like yeah. okay this is universal. universal yeah yeah just- I mean, you think about you think about it, they use most psychotherapists you know kind of glaze over when they when yeah. someone says the DSM but if you think about it homosexuality was in the DSM two volumes ago the DSM three 
That's not even, that's 30 years, 35 years, not even yep. 30 years ago. Yep, so, it was. So, yep. Exactly. So I, this yep. is the thing. If you can make peace with the fact that, that we have this technology called thought, okay, and we're dealing with very old equipment that, that is the translator or the conduit between the world of what we see outside and the translator, which is our inner narrator that's full of shit. Mm-hmm. 100% of the time, it's creating story as we mm-hmm. live our life second by second. We all have that inner narrator within us. Yep. And then you look at the fact that our brains are all different and it has a different version of the same MacBook Pro between our ears. Yeah. With, a, with a kind of some people have Android 11 operating systems, some people have iOS uh, operating mm-hmm. systems. Yeah. It gets kind of lost in, the, in, the, in translation. I think to help us kind of because the brain loves to compartmentalize. The brain also in our intellect loves to complicate everything. It's not that it, mental health is not that complicated. It's actually very simple. And, and as, as Sidney Banks says, look for simplicity. Mm-hmm. And again, this is not a cult. He was just some average bloke. He mm-hmm. saw a couple things just like any sage or person that had an enlightenment experience, if you even want to call it that. Mm-hmm. But to get back to neurodiversity, because we need to label the brain needs to label because the brain wants certainty. Brain yeah. needs to label. The brain ne- needs to critique, needs to judge because the brain thinks it's going to keep us safe by doing that. Mm. Remember, yep. the brain loves you. Our brains love, love us, but it's also a very dysfunctional way of it's like a Jewish mother, but times a hundred wanting <laughs> to keep us safe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, am I right? So like, it's like a helicopter. Sorry, it's very not PC, but um, it's like a helicopter parent. We're good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. we're good. Like a helicopter yeah. parent. And that's what the brain does. And, and once we can make peace with the brain's going to be like that Jewish mother that loves us, but doesn't want us to walk, you know, catch a cold yeah. and you get it. Yeah, of course. So of it's course. innocent. It's very innocent. It's only when we, when we weaponize those labels. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's and, true. And, and, and I think that's where we get in trouble. Um, yeah. You know, we know, look, history's a motherfucker, if I can say that. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Very, very clearly. Um, And so we also need to be aware of of the fact that that, um, language can be used as a weapon. But but between us, you know, us uh, three, um, just understanding how mind works, how it really works, that we're not living in a world of our outside circumstances, that we're living in a world of thought, 100%. That's a fact. Science, the scientists will also agree with us. We're not living in a world of reality. We're living in a world of thought. Because yes. if you walked around, you guys, say you go, you go to your favorite, I don't know, if you go to a breakfast place in the morning before you go to work or mm-hmm. you have a routine like we all, you know, if you walked around or you went to work and everything was neutral, like the inner narrator was quiet, right? There was no, you know, kibitzing going on in, in between the ears. And you were just walking around having a feel-good feeling, just just being quiet. You would see things a lot differently. And we jump, we, 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 we uh, fall into that really special space every single day. We just don't pay attention enough because it's not sexy. It, it's quiet. Yeah. It's, it's no thought. It's this nothingness that we make all our best decisions in. Mm-hmm. Yes. You didn't create this podcast up here in the intellect. You might have um, figured out how to use some of the equipment with the intellect, like your headphones and your blah, blah, blah. But y'all didn't create the content and and 
build your audience with your intellect. There's an intelligence behind life that's constantly guiding us along the river of life. Mm-hmm. And we all have this inner GPS, but because it's subtle, we don't pay attention to it enough and we get caught up in, in the noise. And that's okay too, as long as we see that we don't, thought is, 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 is a technology that creates life, that creates stuff, but it's only a thought until we give it life. And I'm not saying like, you know, you're walking around, you know, obsessing about this thought and that, oh my God, all these thoughts. Yeah. Y- you can just be yourself and, and have this beautiful daily human experience. Good things and bad things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's just the human experience. Well, and the more is- we can make, go ahead. No, sorry. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, there. I don't know what they say, what, what percentage of our um, decisions we make and our thoughts that happen are like a huge high percentage are either based on past or future events, right? Like very rarely is it based on what is actually happening. Exactly. The, moment, the brain's right? always living in the past. Yeah. hundred percent of the time. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and we see that because, well, thank well, let's, let me, let me, <laughs> let me, let me hit rewind on that in a second. Sure. I was, um, Thank God um, airline pilots have memory, ha- are in the past because they have 5,000, you know, flight hours um, mm-hmm. that, that they can recall. So, you know, the plane doesn't crash. That's a good thing about living in the past, but the brain most of the time is living in the past. Um, mm-hmm. and, and when we see that, we can have better, more discernment of, of, of what thoughts we want to give life and what thoughts we don't want to give life. Mm-hmm. And, and and so, why does a former psychiatrist who's been practic- was in practice 45, 50 years, his name is Bill Pettit, by the way, Dr. Bill Pettit, go look him up. He's just a mensch of a guy and he's brilliant, um, could go into a psych hospital, talk to some of the most, you know, unfortunately, mentally, if you want to coin mentally ill, whatever the hell that is, mm-hmm. mentally ill folks, within a couple sessions, they're like seeing the voices as, you know, they're just voices that you don't have to believe, you know, voices don't go away. Like yeah. we all, we're all gifted with the brain, a neurodiverse brain, whatever you want to call your brain. You can call your brain a, a, a ham sandwich. It doesn't really matter. But once these patients saw, like it's, they don't have to grab onto all that. Mm. Like mm-hmm. and it was funny. There's a, there's an interview with one of the psychologists that joined Bill Pettit and went into the, some of these psych hospitals I mean, these are the worst of the worst state hospitals, yeah. which horrible, some horrible stuff happened. And this, one of the patients said, you know, I, I'm constantly hearing voices. <laughs> and and the, the woman who's a, a former psychologist said, yeah, me too. Sometimes because <laughs> we, because we all do, we all hear yes. voices. I mean, I've heard 10 voices this morning. Does that mean I'm crazy? No, but if I bought into the voices, you know, we all have crazy thoughts sometimes. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, and the other thing, it's not even just thoughts, but, you know, that react to the past or to certain things, but, you know, the whole now it's, it's, it's a fairly new concept. I think even still that the body and the mind are connected mm. at least, at least for the, the mass, the mass public, um, you know, we can even go so far as talking about like the, you know, the gut and the gut and brain connection and what you totally. your body and like, you know, those, those things, well, they've, that concept has been around in certain cultures for probably thousands of years, but not in North America, not like, you know, no. so, you know, where you feel something, 
you know, whether it be anxiety or whatever, whatever it is and how you can almost feel it before your brain even reacts to it. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's even more difficult to like thoughts are one thing, right? But like, because we feel our thinking is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, Because we feel our thinking and this is the thing, especially with phobias. Um, yeah. And I, I, I could write the book on phobia <laughs> myself. Like I'm a really balanced guy. I promise you I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> relatively normal for being, you know, Ashkenazi, but that's another whole nother episode. Sorry. But, um, <laughs> and, and I won't tell you where my parent, my, where my parents live because it's a total cliche, but anyways, um, Florida, but anyways, oh, okay. um, <laughs> Palm Beach County, like, Palm Beach Bro- County. Brooklyn anyways, anyway, no, yeah. Boca worse. Okay. So, um, <laughs> Sorry, love you have to laugh at yourself. Oh, Come on. Love it. I know. Yeah. Double right. Vista. Okay. So, um, <laughs> you guys are so blessed. You guys are like from like a cool part of the world. You're like from British Col- British Columbia, right? <laughs> well, no. yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It's a badass place. But- like, like Vancouver is like amazing. Like, yeah, gorgeous. So that's, and- that's where I'm from. I'm in Vancouver right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's a cool. That's like, like, what do you know? I'm from West Palm Beach, you know, whatever. Like, you guys at least have that going for you. No, I'm kidding. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying, oh, <laughs> what I'm saying is, uh, um, I don't know what I'm saying. What did you? <laughs> went over no, we're about, no, it's all good. We're just, <laughs> yeah. was, well, now I can't. Now I can't stop thinking about now. I tell you, like where my cousins live and like Colorado where Beach? my whole freaking family. No, from oh Brooklyn? my gosh, no, <laughs> no, they're, no. They're from. Uh, I just um, no. Yeah. I'm just being stupid now. I know. I, know, I, I so can't even. Now I can't. No. Okay. I'm oh, phobias. Phobias. Yeah, right? Phobias. Okay. 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 Sorry. Sorry. Ready so, to so, Yeah. 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 I, you know, yeah. I had a fear of driving on the freeway forever. Um, it was mm-hmm. handicapping, and I still do sometimes. But then I don't. But then I do. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like doing this dance because for no reason we think our, our the brain tries to 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 convince us that our outside world is causing us to feel a certain way. One hundred percent bullshit. Mm-hmm. We're conditioned. To, to operate that way, our, 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 our state of mind at any given moment has nothing to do with the guy telling us to fuck off because we cut him off on the freeway. Okay. Yeah. Uh, has nothing to do with any of that. Okay. Cause, cause we just have a brain that's going to do backflips to protect us. And, and it's illogical, whatever that means. Um, but phobias are interesting because, you know, as kids, we could have, we get scared of something like I have my niece and nephew, you know, they're my favorite little people. They're, they're, you know, wonderful. Um, and they're like rent a, rent a kids. Cause I don't have kids. So like, you know, you can, I'm a, yeah, I hear you. You're an you auntie. Both, we're, okay. all, we're all actually in the same boat. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. so like my, my, my nephew have a total, like freak out, total fucking temper tantrum. Right. And like, it's like fire and brimstone. Like the world's coming to an end five minutes later. It's like, it never happened. He, he just, it's like happy and smiling and, and you know, we're playing catch. Well, the difference is kids, kids and adults, the kids are actually more intuitive and more present, but adults have this thing called memory, right? Yes. We've got this hard drive up here and it's a pain in the ass because <laughs> what happens like, okay. So if you get in a car, like I got in a car accident like 20 years ago mm. and it was not even a major car accident. It was just like some fender bend or someone hit me. Mm-hmm. Okay. My brain stored that. In its hard drive. So what happened was, is I would be driving and all of a sudden I started getting really anxious because the brain's replaying the fucking memory from 20 years ago. It's completely Mm -hmm. illogical. So what, the more we see that, the more I see that we're dealing with, with that phobia, um, the, the quieter the noise gets, 
you know, mm-hmm. the more we see like our brain doing what a brain's going to do illogically, some, illogically sometimes, the more we can, you know, be okay with that noise, the quieter the noise gets without doing techniques or trying to push the thoughts down or saying affirmations or doing like the Sedona method or what any method you use, the more you're just aware and get, getting curious of like, why is this happening? Like, why am I getting anxious right now? There's nothing wrong. Yeah. And I'm having the best drive on the freeway ever. Yeah, yeah. I can just get curious about, hmm, you know, if, and if I have a panic attack, I know I, I have trust in myself that I will, my inner wisdom will, will pull me over on the side of the freeway until I calm down. Yeah. Uh, um, but in the moment, it's terrifying, right? Yeah. But in that same stretch of freeway, I can drive on it and not and have the best drive ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, you're no, and you're right about the like, you know, adults versus kids. And I also I'm just praying that because we live in a, in a day and age right now where we are so much more open about mental health and all these things than we ever have mm-hmm. it before mm-hmm. that there's so much like just speaking for myself, I'm we've we've aged ourselves on this podcast before i'm i'm getting close to 40 and what i think to myself yeah well okay (laughs) my my my, my point is that when i was a kid and we've talked about this in the podcast before things i mean it it wasn't like that that long ago but it was long enough that we weren't as open like we didn't learn about any of these things in school we didn't learn about anxiety so so the kind of um uh trauma are the things that i've held so dear to myself Mm are so ingrained because what I learned about with mental health, and it's not even about like other, I'm talking about specifically mental health. Mm. I learned um, at first, like doctors didn't know what it was. I was misdiagnosed. I don't know how many times saying I had an inner ear infection from everything from like, like just the most fucking ridiculous stuff I've ever heard. But then finally, when I was diagnosed with, with like a generalized anxiety disorder, whatever OCD, those kinds of things, it's like, well, there is something <clears throat> wrong with you. So yeah. we right. need to fix it. Right. And, and it's unfortunately for those of us that are in that demographic or that in that age group, mm. it is probably, <clears throat> do you think like it, it'll be, it'll be more difficult. Like, I love I mean, what you said there. Cause it's exactly what's going on is that you have to understand something. If, if we, if we were taught to, to if we were, let me, ref- let me re, uh, relanguage it. If we were taught at a young age how to use the equipment, like mm-hmm. really how to use the equipment, not like you know doing your times tables and it, it's all bullshit. Like mm-hmm. we weren't told how how to deal with anxiety when it comes up because we all deal with it. We weren't we weren't told how to, how to use this equipment, especially folks with really speedy, high performance, ADHD mind, neurodiverse ADHD minds, mm-hmm. or wh- however neurodiverse or not neurodiverse doesn't matter. You are. Um, I, I could have saved a lot of time and, and taxpayers money going to tutors, you know, being, you know, staying after school and going to remedial class and math classes. If I was taught how to use this very high performance, very speedy um, uh, mind with a higher yeah. idol, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm constantly in the red to, to my advantage yeah. to use it and to use it to, to pursue a career that maybe would have been a little different. I would have saved a lot of time and money um, if, if I knew how to, use, if I was taught how to really use the equipment, but mm-hmm. unfortunately that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we're taught how to use the equipment backwards. Like it's not outside in, it's inside out. Like mm-hmm. nothing outside of you has, unless, you know, 
someone physically hurts you, obviously mm-hmm. you're going to go into fight or flight mode mm-hmm. because the yeah. brain goes into fight or flight mode from a past due bill or from, you know, being chased with a, uh, by a guy with a knife. It's the yeah. same exact response. Um, we're not told, we're not shown how to use our ADHD mind to work for us instead. And again, I'm, I'll get off my bully pulpit because it's not what this is all about, um, but, but and we're editorializing, but we're, we're then going through school, put into separate classes in different buildings because we learn differently right. and we're considered slow. Lear- you know, in my high school, it was, there was a whole side of the building, a separate building that had slow learning development. What the hell does that mean? Or, or, or EH was another classroom that had emotionally handicapped. I mean, so huh. we, we, oh, we were looking yeah. at the equipment as broken and, and like, it's interesting. Um, I had a psychologist yeah. say to me, there's nothing wrong with you, Sam, but you know, you're going to be dealing with your ADHD the rest of your life. And we need to treat the symptoms. I'm like, oh, well, there's nothing wrong with me. Why do we need to treat it? Mm-hmm. So, so we have to really, really look at um, mental health in this world, uh, in the Western world, is, yeah. is we're looking at it from the wrong angle. There's nothing wrong with any of you guys. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong. Your brain just mm-hmm. works differently. But if we're mm-hmm. taught from a young age how to use the equipment correctly, yep. we wouldn't be having this mental health crisis. We, we'd true. have better locus of control, our coping abilities, because coping and hope is built into us. That's how, why, our, you know, I'm not certain groups, ethnic groups, I'm not going to name the name. Do you know what I'm talking about? Why we're still here, yeah. right? After a Holocaust, mm-hmm. after being expelled from Spain in 1492, uh, being, I mean, I can go on and on. Mm-hmm. There's something built into us. Yeah. Life's got us if, if we trust it. Now, doesn't mean we're not going to get our lumps. I mean, you know, life's a context sport, as Sid Bank says. Yeah. I mean, life's, you know, <laughs> life's going to suck sometimes, but there's always hope in the suckiness, mm-hmm. you know, without getting too, um, you know, cheesy and, and, and idealistic. Um, it, it's, it's, there's always cracks of light in the darkness. And I know that sounds very idealistic, but, but we see the it's cracks true, of light every single minute of our life. Yeah. We're just not paying attention to it enough. And when we can have compassion for the stranger, when we can have compassion for someone who's not doing us right, and that's hard because we have this thing called ego that we think is truth. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it liberates us from taking on, especially if, if we're in a, in a field. I don't know what, if you're in your line of work outside of this, if it's a high performance kind of environment, a lot of the time it's, especially if you're in sales or marketing, it's, it's high pressure. You're going to be told things that, or given bad evaluations, whatever, that can make you feel broken. Mm-hmm. But then we don't feel broken. And then we feel broken again. It's, so, so thought and thinking, the greater the drama, the greater the illusion, as I, I look at it. Well, we're, and we're survivalists. I mean, we are, yeah. we, we are, you know, I say to myself, because it's, you know, you're always kind of look back maybe to, perhaps what is uh, for lack of a better term, like genetic or components that maybe were right. passed down, so to speak from family. And, you know, I, I used to get so down on myself, like, Oh my God, I'm just like my grandmother. Oh my God. I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, 
you know, totally. thought, fuck, I got all this, I got all this shit or something <laughs> from, from them passed down. Yeah. But, yeah. but with that said, there is that part of me also that is like, yeah, but Rachel, you also got the resilience. You also got the strength. You also got the fight. Yeah, totally. You also got the, and that's what, what you were, Sam, talking about, like, you know, being on, you know, driving on the highway or whatever. And sometimes, sometimes you would get, be anxious, but sometimes you, you wouldn't. And that's because you also have that in you. There's the, exactly. that, that nature of that fighter or that, survivalist. Yeah. yeah. The inner, we all have inner resilience within yes. us, you know, and, yeah. and what, and everybody, and I don't mm-hmm. care if you, what ethnic or, or, or um, yeah. culture or whatever, where you come from that that's mm-hmm. part of our, our human design that, that yeah. re, hope, hope and resilience is, you know, it's pre-installed, it's factory installed equipment. We're born yeah. with it. What happens is, yeah. is that we get caught up in our thinking. It happens is we start, we start believing the story that's being told between our ears is truth. And mm-hmm. sometimes we get caught up in it and we believe it. Yeah. And sometimes we make yeah. bad decisions based on um, this, the, the noise in between our ears. But then we see that we're not our thoughts. We're not our thinking. Yeah. And, and thinking changes constantly. Like thinking doesn't, thought doesn't just like sit there and like, it's not sitting in limbo for all your life. <laughs> I mean, you know, that'd be fucking suck. Uh, it's constantly moving through. It's, it's, it's constantly moving through it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's, it's not, it's not stagnant. It has to move through us. And just knowing like that anxious thoughts, scary thoughts, depressed thoughts, um, good and bad thoughts, whatever they are, are constantly moving. They, they need to settle and they need to find its own. They need to find their own level. Yeah. Um, and just knowing that is, is liberating. Again, it doesn't mean that, that it's a bad thing to get caught up. Um, yeah. Again, your inner wisdom will pop up if you allow it to. But I think that we get, um, we unconsciously are, are training our brain to do things that it wasn't designed to do. I Constantly. Absolutely. And I, there's something that you had said before about, um, you know, this was like way back in our chat now, you know, like hours and hours ago, um, about (laughs) about, um, just (laughs) what, what, what actually is a threat and what our brains think of as a threat. And sometimes our brains think everything is a threat. So what I want to ask you about is with the threat that we have been living with in the past, Yeah. yeah, almost two years now of, the C word. Um, what? 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 Yeah, the I know, word? right? I know, I know. <laughs> you mean Rona? The, thou, thou shall. Oh, that bitch is still around. Sorry. Yeah, Rona? I know. You're talking no about Rona. Oh. I'm talking about Rona, and the reason is because, like, you know, at, at first, um, and I know a lot of people are still living in this in this fight or flight mode. It's been yeah. like two fucking years. It's like, you know, I guess it's you know when how do you move from it's, it's been so hard for so many of us to move from like that real mm. fight or flight. And this is an actual threat to just living our lives and moving forward. Like how has your business changed? I know there's a lot of questions to unpack. No, I ask the same. I ask the same kind of questions all the time with, with my, my guests too. And they're like, okay, wh- yeah. where do we start? Like party. And that's a great question. It, I love that you brought that up because a lot of it's story and hear me out. Yes. It's happening. There is a virus, but we have viruses in our body. Without viruses, we'd be dead, right? Um, part of it is like the sirens that are going on outside of you. The sirens, a lot of the sirens are illusory. You know, our brain wants to create a lot of story around coronavirus. 
And mm-hmm. it's getting its story from CNN, or in your case, was it Canadian? What is it? No, <laughs> what, but what we can all the same. We can I, all know, the same. I know, <laughs> I know. We're talking about like, maybe like CB, CBC, CBC or C. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay, yeah. so so yeah. Um, if you if you think about like what I what we were sharing before about how we can inadvertently reprogram the brain to to do was what it isn't wasn't designed for which means to constantly put the brain in the state of fight or flight well mm. you yeah. watch the the mainstream media you even even public radio or public canadian um broadcasting mm-hmm. it's still it's still running on the same kind of signal of of fear and mm-hmm. fear and loathing yeah. um and, and and it's turned into dante's inferno and once we see that there is no such thing as Dante's Inferno that yes, there is a virus going on and yes, it's hurt a lot of people and it's killed a lot of people, but then the flip side of that, Mm -hmm. because what are the positive aspects of what's happened? We've learned more about the the nature of our biology. People are more health conscious. We've, and again, in my family, maybe, you know, everyone's different. It's, of course, this virus has divided our families, but it's also brought us together as a collective. There's a lot of positive things, but the fucking news wants to go all chatty Cathy about doom and gloom, like it's mm-hmm. like it's a mm-hmm. Joseph Conrad novel. And I think that that's, there's, there's danger in there. And I think that the first thing we need to do is turn off the fucking TV or turn <laughs> off the, the and, and again, I'm not saying like, you know, if there's bad weather coming, you're going to want to watch the weather channel. Okay, got it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but we remember neurochemicals are really addicting, like cortisol and noradrenaline. It's addictive neurochemical, and the more we we reinforce that feedback feedback cycle of watching the news and then talking about it, it gets addicting. And everyone, it's listen, America, uh, humans love and Americans, but humans love drama. Yeah. Why do you think, and I mentioned this, um, I just talked about this the other day. Why do you think, uh, and especially in America, soap operas are so popular? In fact, in this country, you know, yeah. Guiding Light, Eyes of the World Turns, it's a soap opera that's been on for over 50 years. Why do you think that is? We're addicted to it. We're addicted to the, the soap opera between our ears. So if, if we can take one step by, by reducing the amount of, of exposure to this this type of stimulation that the brain is not prepared to understand. Remember, the brain's yeah. stupid. Stimulus response, thought feeling, thought feeling, thought feeling, thought feeling, thought feeling, thought feeling. Okay. Yeah. But who we are is so much bigger than that. And then we're part of this whole whole enchilada. Mm-hmm. But our conscious self underneath the noise is none of that. Our conscious self is what we see when we're just taking a walk around the block and things just get quiet for no reason, or, you know, we go on a bike ride or we're reading it, listening to a good piece of music. Like. Absolutely. That's the, the little things in life are Nirvana. Like I, I was talking about this the other day on another um, podcast I was on that, like, we don't need to climb Kilimanjaro. I know we were going from fear and loathing and, and, and the news and, and coronavirus to this, but it all ties in because we think we need to like go to India, you know, climb, go to climb Kilimanjaro or, you know, go live in a cave for 30 years to find uh, uh, tranquility and, and um, heaven. No, 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 no. We're already living heaven. Mm-hmm. Heaven's already here. If we allow it to be, whether you're rich or poor, healthy or sick, young or old, 
we see that nirvana every day, yeah. but it's not sexy. It's not, you know, no. it's not fireworks. It's, it's the, the mundane moments of life are from where I'm sitting is, is heaven. Yeah. Well, and you yeah. can't, and you can't run away from your brain. You know, people go, it's like, you know, the whole, like, I'll be happy when syndrome, I'll be happy when I do yeah. this and go there and be there. And then I'll, then I'll start to calm down or then I'll start to work on myself or then I'll start to, you know, but yeah. you're, it's totally. not like you can't just, you can't go without this. This is still there with you. So right. it's here now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was on a, you know, it's interesting. I was on a podcast um, the other, the other week where everything I said, it was met with an argument, like it was a like, yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but you know the yeah, but song. Oh yeah, 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 okay. yeah. yeah. yeah I, don't, song. I don't like him. I don't like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> seriously, it's like um, there's a song. Remember Rock Me? There's a song called Rock Me Amadeus. Um, by a band called Falco. It's the most annoying song in history. The yeah, but <laughs> syndrome is is just as annoying. And yeah. um, the, they would con- they were constantly arguing with me about you know, how is this true? You know, it's not that simple, Sam, you know, people have been suffering with, you know, the psychopathology, you know, they're in their trauma, you know, how can you say it's spiritual bypass, which I fucking hate when they say spiritual, bypass. like, no, no, it's not because <laughs> your essential yeah. nature is none of those things. That's all made up too. someone told you yeah. about spiritual bypass. You saw it in an Instagram. Uh, yeah. It's not true. It's all made up. And the more you see that your brain is scripted, your brain is the greatest script writer, the, the greatest you know, author, the, you know, the greatest screenwriter of all time is your brain. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's, you know, there have been, you know, Stephen King, uh, 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 you know, your name, your favorite screenwriter or author, they figured out how to take all that stuff up here and put it onto paper. Yeah. Um, yeah. The same thing with the mind and, and we all can see beyond it, but a, we were addicted to the, to the Michigas and B it's really loud. Yeah. Like, we're talking to like, you know, in front of a speakers at a concert loud. So someone who's been habituated to list to believe the noise is true, loud. Yeah. It, it's it's it takes them a little while to kind of see what I'm pointing to. Oh fuck yeah! I'm still I'm still in that in that you know phase or stage. And, and you that's know, okay too. Like it, we all we all get it sometimes. We forget yeah. who we are, yeah. and then we remember. We forget. Remember. You know, it's okay to grieve. It's okay to be pissed off. It's okay to be all these different emotions. It's okay to be all those things. Mm-hmm. But once we let go of this, uh, of what perfection is, because perfection is also made up and, and just be who we are, we find our tribe. And I think it's a hard for a lot of people to hear because of packaged up stuff that's being replayed when there's quote unquote triggered, we all get triggered sometimes, mm-hmm. but that's made up too. But the more you see like, for example, um, you could wake up in a bad mood or you, or you say you're, you didn't get enough sleep and you wake up and you're tired and you're cranky. You get on the, I'm using the freeway because it's, you know, it's my favorite place to be. Um, getting on the freeway. <laughs> you know yeah. yeah, yes, yes. You know too much about me now. You're driving on the freeway and you're going to work and you're in just a bad fucking mood. Like you don't want to go to work. It's cold outside. It's, you know, you know I'm painting this, this scenario. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely not, you know, a, a, a Bob, um, Who's the guy that did the pictures? Um, oh, Bob Ross. Well, he's, it's not yeah. a Bob Ross moment. It's, it's misery, okay? And, and someone cuts you off. And you're like, motherfucker. And, you know, I'm not saying I do this, but, you know, we all have gotten angry at other drivers, but hopefully it didn't turn into road rage. Mm-hmm. But then it passes. 
And then we get off the exit where our office is. And then it settles. And then we forget it even happened. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You but know you know what I'm going with this? I do. And what I see you're going through is that every time you escalate and stuff, the theme from Bob Ross comes on and you're just like, not the windshield wipers go off and they just start painting your windshield. And you're like, oh, yeah. that, that's what I was Flowers. feeling. Yeah. Puffy oh. Puffy oh, my God. <laughs> but that's so true. Like, um, you can't force happiness. Mm-hmm. No. If you're yeah. fucking pissed off, you're fucking pissed off. But yeah. you know what? You know this song, Look Look for a Silver Lining? I went to summer camp. I don't know. Y'all probably went too. Yeah. No, you know I what? Did not. I, did I think not. British Columbia is one big summer camp because it's so beautiful. <laughs> so I probably, yeah. Yeah, but there were like some of the, okay, this is a different, Jewish camps? Tan- different yeah, tangent, different, but yeah. yeah. I never, I never went to one. Like, to be honest, where I grew up, I was like, we were probably one of the only Jewish families in my entire school. And so I didn't really have other yeah. Jewish friends until I was in my twenties and then learned that there was a such thing as a Jewish camp, summer camp. Anyway. Mm. I yeah. Did not well, that's like, it's like a rite of passage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then she met me. Yeah. And then, oh, it, yes, went exactly. all, and then it went all down. Life just began. Exactly. <laughs> or it just began. Right. Right. But, I was going to say what you said. Then it just began. It just, yes. my life began. It's that's right. anyway. How yes. did you guys, I mean, I don't mean to go off on another tangent, but how'd you all Oh meet? gosh. Is that a long story? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's another story <laughs> for another time. But, okay. but, but, but yeah. Go it's ahead, like, please. Yes. It, it's <sighs> look for simplicity, ladies and gentlemen, in your life. Look for simplicity. And as Sid Banks says, and again, he's not a fucking cult member. He's just a very <laughs> average guy with a ninth grade education who had a who's living through his suffering and his insecurity and all of this and he's like one day he's like oh it's fucking thoughts made up holy shit literally i mean yeah and it and th- this guy didn't even want to be tape recorded or put on video until the last 20 years 15 years of his mm-hmm. life i mean oh, wow. you talk about like humble look- pie and, and again yeah. he's only sharing what all the mystics have sh- you know but we all are we all have this spiritual experience every single day I mean, I, I remember when I was getting divorced, which um, that's a fun experience, but um, I remember podcast com- episode now too. Yeah, it's another one. And another one. Jeez. <laughs> and another, we got a whole, we you're all coming a- to mind next. So don't, don't Love. worry. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, but so, yeah. So when I, I was in that, going through the process, it was, you know, it was dark times. Uh, and I remember I, I was, I came home to see my parents. This was, you know, five or six years ago. And um my mother says to me, Sam, why don't you go to, go to, go to synagogue, go to Shabbat, go to, you know, Saturday. Actually, she said, go to Minyan. I'm like, go to Minyan. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm a young guy. What am I going to go? There's a bunch of, you know, uh, all the cockers, you know, they're all over 70 years old. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. So um, this is the synagogue where I got confirmed bar mitzvah, the whole thing. Okay. So they, they know me. And yeah. my mother sings in the choir. So I, you know, it's like, I'm a walking in there. Like, like, see, I was just really. I was in such a pl- state, like, I just wanted to like hide in the cave because it yeah. was just, you know, because I was caught up and, and I was, you know, stuck in all this thought turbulence. And, and I'm, yeah. you know, I'm the pilot trying to find a, a, a level thought altitude, like some calm skies, but it's so loud that it's hard. So I go to synagogue yeah. and I just sit in the back of the, of the sanctuary. Um, yes. I didn't even participate in the minion. I was just in the back of it. And they're singing and you know how minion the minion goes i don't know if how, how religious and i just start getting really quiet um mm. and then they sing the elena at the end which is the exciting part because it's almost the end of the service 
And um, I just, I'm like, I almost start like almost tearing up. It was so beautiful. Yeah. And it's like the hymn that I, you remember that you sung so many thousands of times, at least I did going to Hebrew school and learning. I didn't. We're, we're very ishy Jews. That's another episode. Ishy ishy, like, I actually mm. did go to, I actually did, oh, I actually did. did go okay. to Hebrew school, by the way, but I also kicked myself out and I got expelled and I'm very proud of that. <laughs> that's another episode. And that's another episode. And we, just, another episode. we just interrupted your beautiful story. I'm sorry. And so, Continue. yeah, well, yes. it, so there's nothing yes. special about this because it's, again, another example of a very average moment in life that we experience mm. every day. We just don't pay attention to enough. And I'm sitting in the back of the synagogue and I'm tearing up. It's just... I feel so grateful mm-hmm. and I feel so lucky and I mm-hmm. feel so, so much love. Now, if you looked at what was going on in my life on paper, it's a fucking disaster. I mean, I'm getting divorced and I don't know what's going to happen next. I'm in, you know, I'm in a small town in California and it's just whatever. And I had my practice, my coaching practice, which I couldn't do anything because I was so distraught. It was a pretty horrible situation. Mm-hmm. But at that moment, I completely, none of that, identified with i just identified with the peace and the quiet and the sam and i felt more like sam than i have in many many years and um so fast forward to today i started looking for the not looking but noticing getting curious about like my brain when it's tripling the life fantastic it's going it's getting a little nutty i get really curious about when um i'm caught up around the axle when yeah. I'm anxious, I'm not sitting there and it's not like I'm a, you know, a researcher writing my own shit down. Yeah. I'm just like, Hmm, I can just sit with my, my, my acute anxiety right now, like driving yeah. Yeah. by the same exit, which I had a panic attack, like, you know, a year, a year before I can just sit with it. It sucks. It's uncomfortable, but so what? Like, cause I know on the other side of that discomfort is, is calm and quiet. Cause our brain, Rachel and hero, I love saying hero, Rachel, hero. <laughs> um, our brain has this, this built-in self, self-settling system. Yeah. It's, it's factory equipment in all of us. If we pay attention to it enough, our brain always settles. It's like, yes. again, being on an airplane and you hit a patch of turbulence and, and, and then 10 minutes later, the, not even that, the plane is flying and it's calm again. The same thing. The, the thought and thinking is very similar to that. Well, and I have always, to, yeah, yeah, and I always say like, like to my, it's on a similar wavelength. I always tell myself, okay, Rachel, like if if I can somehow get this through to her skull, <laughs> is just give it <clears throat> time, 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 because you know that after, like you said, like after a little bit of time, things will start to kind of self self regulate, so to speak. And well, that's exactly right. We have a, yeah. a, a we have an operating system that you know it's like our our. How many times my MacBook Pro is frozen up yeah. or, 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 you know, that little circle with the rainbow, whatever that thing, yes. that spinning thing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm in the middle of writing a, you know, a chapter yeah. in my book. And, and, you know, I think I lost it or even on a Zoom call, yeah. an important Zoom call, but it always either resets itself and, and, you know, control delete or, and or there's a software update. Yeah. And I look at medication. You, I think, I don't know if we talked about medication, but, but, you no. know, I've, I've been, Oh, so I'm bringing it up. So, so psychostimulants and especially folks that are, you know, that the noise is really loud. You know, mm-hmm. I look at medication as like a software update. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, okay. and when we can look at it that way, we take the stigma off and we all, it's also self-empowering because remember our brain's a machine. 
It's mm-hmm. zeros and ones, basically. Yeah. It's not your conscious self. It's not, you know, we, we are spiritual beings in this meat jacket. And part of that meat jacket is this brilliant, brilliant, sophisticated machine that's not perfect. Yeah. And when we can make peace with that imperfection, it's very liberating. Um, and it's also liberating when we take our foot off the gas and see who we really are made of underneath yeah. that noise. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, you know what, Sam? We need you back on like, I just can't believe how long we've been talking already so seamlessly and effortlessly because <laughs> we could, we we need you Thank back you. like part two, three. I don't know. There's sure. there's just so many things, you know. Um, that Hero's we- not saying anything right now. He's like, oh, <laughs> this fucking guy. No, oh my not God, at this is all. the longest episode. Oh, you're so and nice. No, no, it's, so first nice. of all, it's not the longest. <laughs> and, and what I think I love about the, our dynamic with totally. the three of us, but also with me and Rachel is that I say this, every other episode we volley you know we sit and listen and then we let the other one sit and listen and so sometimes the beauty of that dynamic is that if you don't need to say anything don't say anything at all if you need to say something it'll be intentional amen that's that's a that's amen. those are good words hero well I done know, right well done. i know right <laughs> <laughs> you got a gold hey hero you got a gold star for that one Oh, uh, well, I, go- I am a I am a gold star gay, so that that's very totally gold star. <laughs> but what I do want to ask is, we kind of like start to wrap it up, is because we always have like some, as you heard, we have some sort of juicy question. Um, Let me get my headphones on. Correct. Wait. Okay. <laughs> okay. So my juicy question for okay. you, yes, is yeah, is is actually what is your juiciest technique? Cause we didn't really talk about any techniques necessarily and yes. techniques are what's all about techniques too. And, you know, turntables. No. <laughs> are you, do you DJ? I, in my past life. So <gasps> oh, okay. like, turn, turn tables in a micro. No. Okay. Now- <laughs> Sorry. Okay. That's episode <laughs> I'm a cheese ball. Yeah. I'm a I Gen think Xer. we're on episode five now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So no, what, what yeah. is your juiciest technique to, I mean, no one's, we all kind of feel like, oh, I wish there was a quick fix. But I guess what I'm trying to ask is like, if you're in that moment where there's, there's always that moment between, okay, I see these thoughts. They're starting Mm. just to like snowball. They're starting to, you know, get really big, but there is this moment where you can stop that. Right. I'm going to disappoint you. Oh shit. Okay. (laughs) No, no. So you want to know, so what's the, so wait, you want to know, like, how do I, you know, like snap myself out of the yeah, like do you have, a nonsense? Yeah, kind of. Like, do you have uh, a tech anything to share? Well, to be really honest with you, techniques layer the system. Modalities layer the system. Mm. I've done EMDR. I've done mm-hmm. CBT. I've done the whole dance. I mean, mm-hmm. seriously, mm-hmm. I, I've done every kind of, I mean, between the Sedona method and everything else in between. Listen, they're, and I, this is a disclaimer. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, to your audience. <laughs> yes. Follow your own truth. Whatever works for you, go with God. Mm. I'm not telling you what y'all to do. Do your own research, follow your own wisdom. But for me, for me, if I'm going to trying to put a technique or a made up modality that another human being in a white lab coat or, you know, whatever methodology you want to think of to, to layer a system that's perfect, like life's got you, like you can be anxious and be okay. You're not going to die. You can have panic. You're going to be okay. You're not going to die. Um, obviously, there's ex- certain extremes where you're endangering yourself or others. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about like yeah. 
getting caught up in a lot of anxiety, getting scared about something, or maybe it's grief. Someone you, you love, you're close to the past, something hard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Having hope and understanding that life's got you, that you got it. Um, and not layering the system with techniques that have short-term gain. They work for a month. I guarantee you I'm willing to build Bitcoin, all my Bitcoin, whatever, <laughs> on, 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 on 99.9%. And if anyone tells you differently, I know they're not telling you the truth. That their technique that they use, whether it's the Sedona method or whatever the Wim Hof method, whatever yeah. it is, doesn't matter, the spaghetti and meatballs method, is, is, is that there's short-term gain because we're layering a system that works perfectly. If you allow yourself to sit with the, the, the fear, and again, I'm not saying that being scared is great. I don't like feeling my thinking sometimes. It sucks. None of us do. But knowing that we have a reptilian brain that's going to do what it's going to do, we don't have control over our thinking. We don't. But you do have agency over what, what thoughts you want to give life to or ignite. Mm-hmm. So knowing that, that I have this in resilience within me, that I can just sit with it. Like before we go up on stage, like I, I'm sure y'all have spoken in front of people or, or mm-hmm. even before this podcast, I was anxious and my brain's like, it's because, you know, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. You don't know these people. I'm like <laughs> bullshit. It's all bullshit. But mm-hmm. Sam, it's just my mind doing backflips, just being, getting really curious, like, okay, I'm anxious. All right. Okay. Well, why? Yeah. Why? What this it's, it's. And then, and then just sitting with it, literally sitting with it. Um, you know, yeah. the more we layer, again, we layer the system with techniques and modalities, we're overcomplicating things. And it's really hard to change behavior. You can't change thought. There's like, you know, the, the, these affirmations and thought stopping techniques, or, you know, you, you replace one thought with the other. But yeah, good luck with that. Good luck. Sam, I'm serious. Good luck. No, like, I'm, that, I'm laughing because you're, you're right. And, it you it know, doesn't work. It no, doesn't. I've, and yep. anyone that tries to like teach you, like, like if you go to like a hip, I went to a hypnotist for my fear of driving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like fear of flying. Fear. And I love cars. Yeah. It's a fucked up thing. I'm a fucking <laughs> total gearhead. I love cars. And it doesn't mm-hmm. make it. That's why it's, I see the, the, the brain just wants to keep me safe. And it's just being, again, yeah. helicopter parent. Yeah. Um, I, went to get, I went to get hypnotized. And the best one, and in, 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 it was in Ohio, outside of Santa Barbara, which is like this mystical town. All these healers are there, like very well known. And I'm like, okay, I got it done. Within a couple of hours, I was back to being anxious again. So that's yeah. me. I'm only yeah. speaking from my experience. If, ladies and gentlemen, if you, if if cognitive behavioral therapy has been effective for you, you go with it. I'm not poo pooing it, and and that's not where I, why I'm here to talk about this. So, but I do know yeah. that all of you have. Ladies and gentlemen, this inner intelligence within us, it's beautiful. If you trust yourself and trust the system, that thought will settle on its own. It may be uncomfortable, but it's not going to kill you. You're not in danger. If you're being yeah. chased by a saber-toothed tiger, the brain works perfectly, right? Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time, we're not being chased by a prehistoric animal that's been extinct. I think it's extinct. Or, or you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, trust yourselves. Okay. And even when you don't, and you're caught up in the noise, you're going to get back down to quiet again. If you, if you allow yourself to, you don't have to try to, you know, put something on it or, or a blanket of, of a modality on there thinking that like, if you don't use that modality, um, 
it's it's going to be fire and brimstone. Like we, then we get addicted to the mentality. I don't know if you yes. noticed that. Yeah. I have a friend that would like, and there's a Sedona method, which is you say to yourself, um, can I let it go? Would I let it go? And when, I don't know if you've, no, <laughs> it's like, I've heard, I've, oh my gosh. And yeah. again, I'm not poo pooing it, but it's like, I'm like, I'm like, dude, you're so-and-so like you're, you're the man, like you'll be okay. I promise you, man, I'll sit with you right here until it passes. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but we're, so we want, you know, we want like that. We want quick, you know, a quick fix. And that's not how, that's not how life works. Absolutely. Yeah. I really appreciate that response because, you know, and I'll just, I'll bring my husband into it for just two seconds here, but he, he'll say to me, like, after all these years, he's like, <clears throat> he's like, don't you sometimes think he, he can be, I'll give him credit this once. He can't be quite smart. Sometimes he can be quite intuitive <laughs> And he said to me, he's just like, you know, have you ever thought about maybe you have too many tools? There's too many things that you've been trying to do. Like, there's yeah. just, there's so many things. There's Can I give you a Cliff Notes many- version of, 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 this is, this is what someone said, uh, one of my teachers said to me. Yeah. Now I'm again, a coach, cause I work with a coach, a coach, coaches work with coaches because we need like, sure. we need to play tennis. We need to play thought tennis. Yeah. Like, um, he's like, okay. The difference between intuition and the noise. Intuition doesn't feel like anything. It's just knowing. Okay. Knowing. Yes. There's no there's no emotional signature. There's no dopaminergic rush. There's no cortisol. There's no bad. When someone says bad vibes, uh, I'm like, really? Okay. <laughs> but I, I, I said, okay. And like, well, yeah, that's pretty and my my my, you know, it's my intuition is pretty spot on a lot of the times. So I go, well, does it feel like anything? Intuition's a clear signal. It comes from spirit. It comes from underneath the intellect trying to figure shit out. Mm-hmm. Um, again, intellect's great for, you know, fixing, uh, you know, taking out the fuel injectors and putting a new one in. <laughs> okay. It's great for like getting driving. It's, you know, you, intellect's great. You got to get off of this exit. Mm-hmm. You got to get off of that exit. It's great mm-hmm. yeah. for some things. But when it comes to like knowing when something is right for you or not, it doesn't feel like anything. Love is dopamine, but real love, there's a sense of, of contentment, satisfaction. You know, mm. There's, there's unduly satisfaction that is not even satisfying. It's mm-hmm. just this no, no thingness, this, as Sydney Banks says, it's a nothingness. Yeah. It's the space before thought. It's, you know, when you're in love, cause you just know, and that's all you need to know. It's not like, it's true. Know, yeah. Yeah. It's not like being on MDMA. It's, it's, you just know. <laughs> you could do MDMA with your partner, but I'm just saying, no, thanks. Like, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> do. You don't need to, you, you just know. And when you just know, you just know. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That oh, Sam. Yeah, I know it did. Oh my yeah. goodness. You, well, <laughs> no, we, we are so happy that we found you or we found each Ditto. other and that yeah. we had this conversation. And I feel like, I feel like it's the beginning of a beautiful friendship. It's yes, just please. really just <laughs> for sure. No, no, for sure. Listen, listen. I, I, I've had such a good time, and I hopefully I didn't talk your your ears all off. Um, not at all. And if I did, I still off. have them. Don't be polite. You still have no, them. Good. I still have them. Yeah. Okay, great. And 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 you know what? It's just like I always say, life's got you if you allow yeah. it to. Um, and again, this is hmm. <sighs> human life is brilliant. Like. It, it doesn't have to be a CNN episode. You know, it doesn't have to be. It, yes. It, 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 it's again, it's 
being okay with the fear that sucks and the anxiety and being caught up sucks. But, you know, it's like that song, look for a, a silver lining. Mm-hmm. That silver lining always does come. And then there's the Bob Ross moment. And we know that. We know that. But again, yeah. you know, the noise is pretty absolutely. convincing. Yeah, It absolutely is. Absolutely. We, Hero, I don't know if you want to go ahead with the, the final, final, like, just to leave yes. us with Yes. Go yeah. ahead. Just yeah. can you read my yeah. mind? Do you know what I'm talking about? Of course I, I can, can read your mind. Okay. Of course, of course. Um <laughs> the ring light continues to blind me. Um is that you? <laughs> anyway, um no, we like to let our guests um just kind of plug anything that they want to share, uh where people can find you, what's what do you have coming up, anything that you want them yes. to know about, and, and uh for this final words, final touches. Yes, thank you. I just A want to say it's been an honor to to, to mm. break bread with y'all. Yeah. Um, and, and this is I feel like I'm holla, holla. It's holla. I feel like I'm just a hand hanging out with friends, which is really nice. Um, and you guys are awesome. That's what we you guys aim are, for. That's what we aim for. Uh, yeah, you find your tribe, and and we're gonna definitely do. Yeah. Uh, we have to do this again. Yes. Um, you know, you can reach me. Um, you can check out my Instagram. It kind of gives you a a, a nice little Cliff's Notes version of of the work that I do. It's uh, Sam Led Consulting. No spaces. Uh, my website, samledconsulting.com. Facebook's the same thing. Um, <laughs> it's really, and my, my, what my podcast is the, is um, the fearless now uh, it's on Spotify, Apple. Yep. And it's, it's really um, a labor of love. I, I love what I do. Um, I love sharing the wisdom that I wish I knew 30 years ago, like when mm-hmm. I was a little kid, um, but it's better late than never. Um, and yo, y'all should check out um, this two, if I could recommend two two uh, authors that yes. kind of help you kind of understand, it, it's really how the mind works. It's not about anything else. It's a, it's really about how mind really works. Uh, Michael Neal, who wrote a book called The Inside Out Revolution, okay, um, wonderful book. He's he's so fucking funny. He's an actor, for, um, but he's 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 in a brilliant. He's a master coach. Like he's up there with Tony Robbins, but he's he's a lot funnier. Don't don't tell Tony Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> and and then there's um dr amy johnson wrote a book called just one it's just a thought sorry dr amy jo- it's just a thought i yeah. highly recommend it she's a psychologist former psych she's a um <laughs> psychologist um in uh yeah she's in uh, um recovery from being from being a psychologist no, i'm kidding yeah she's right a coach, she's, a, she's a coach and an author and yeah um it's wonderful so yeah go check those books out because they will kind of Hopefully, I mean, listen, it took me a long time. I was doubting this shit. I was like, this is a bunch of self-development nonsense. <laughs> and here I am, like, I feel more like Sam and I have in a long ass time. So that's beautiful. Well, we just Incredible. we just got to know you, but it's just it's very it's heartwarming to hear that that is the case for you. you. So thank you very much. And yeah, yeah, we haven't even lit the full. We haven't lit the full candle yet. Not even the first candle. We're just just trying to fucking pull out the menorah. Seriously, <laughs> not even at the, this what rate. Do you call the yeah, what's the, the uh, or the shamash, the shamash, the shemish, the shemish. Shemish. Oh yeah, yeah, the shmeckle, the shmeckle. How how many candles? Wait, is it nine with with the the shemish or is it eight with the? Sh- I don't fucking yeah. know. No, it's nine. No, it's nine because no, it's, it's eight nights it's nine, and then there's with the shmeckle. Yeah, it's with- a schmeckle. <laughs> it's a schmeckle. Is it? Good lord. Yeah. yeah Good it's, lord. Yes, it's um. Uh, yes, they're, they're. You know, it's funny. Like you find miracles <laughs> even in the menorah, but you can find miracles just by living the, your boring life. There's so many. Like, look for yeah. miracles, ladies and gentlemen. 
you know, yeah. And if like, your life I, sucks right now, you know, yeah. it is what it is, but like, just find the miracle in your sucky life and then your life will still suck, but it'll be a lot more fun. <laughs> nice, nice yes. to end. <laughs> yes. I lo- no, I love it. It's, hey. li- li- yeah. Cause it's real. It's re- Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's keep in touch. Thank yes. you so much once again. Yes. And, yes. and where I didn't even, we didn't even ask you where you're in California right Santa now. Barbara. Santa Barbara, Barbara right now. Okay. So same time zone. I know we, we didn't even kind of get there, but yeah, it's yeah, good. Um, yes. Have you been to Santa Barbara? No, no. I have actually driven through it. Yes. So you, okay. Yeah. <laughs> same you, you Santa Monica. <laughs> right right on. 2000 right 2002 when it was maybe 2004. Oh, wow. um, yeah. yeah. It was a long time yeah. ago. So I've been, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a ago. very special place. Um, and I've been almost 20 years. So wow. it yeah. still wants me. Awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Well, have a wonderful night. Thank, Thank you, you for giving us your precious time because it's, you know, we're very thankful and grateful. So Thank you. And we'll we'll talk very soon. For sure. Yes. Take care now. Thank you yeah. so much, Sam. We'll talk to you later. Sure. Thanks, Sam. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>